recording. And today I'm talking about how what seems like resistance to specifically, from my perspective, a spiritual path, a calling, following a spiritual path, or even just basically resistance to change, to inner change or inner transformation. It's often not resistance. It's just a lack of clarity. I read that sentence along with this other sentence that said, often what seems like laziness is actually exhaustion. So I think those two things go together really well, that oftentimes what seems like resistance within yourself or within another person to change or to just following the path that you know is right for you is just confusion. It's not willfulness or stubbornness or laziness or what we would consider like low vibe or <laughs> so ridiculous low vibe <laughs> what even is that it's just confusion and or exhaustion i really feel those things go together and when i read those sentences like i've thought about this stuff i've talked about it it's been a really important part of my life but just seeing it in sentence form this clearly in this book i was reading i was like oh my god that epiphany moment where stuff just clicks in your like throughout your whole being not just mentally not just in your thoughts not even just in your emotions but your whole body goes oh my god i get it finally i see so i've been reading some books about cognitive function i guess regarding change and this is part of my reclamation the reclamation that i am guided to experience within myself that's what this is all about. My whole path is reclamation, even of stuff that sucked in the past or hurt a lot or I didn't want anything to do with it anymore. I'm reclaiming. I'm in a process of reclaiming, which means returning to some stuff from a very different inner state of being, not the same person anymore coming from a very, very transformed inner state, or like not transformed formally and finally, but like in that process for the rest of my life. And that has involved going back and reclaiming some of the exposure that I had to stuff in self-help, personal transformation, and new age industry. That, um, really sucked and hurt in the past and I have I knew that I needed to let it go and I guess sort of detox from it or just shed the layers shed the layers and now I feel rooted and grounded enough to look at some of this stuff again and reclaim the parts of it that are actually in alignment and actually supportive of my path so I've got, I've got my elevated ancestors guiding me to integrate and bridge as the work that I'm called to do 
bridging and integrating between the mystical stuff or what seems mystical, the spiritual stuff, with practical application, but not to help people win and succeed more at modern civilization or really how I see it is enabling people to remain addicted. No, not, not, not from that place. Um, but rather integrating and bridging the mystical with practical application, uh, really as a way of loosening our grips on civilization addiction, on modern life addiction, and realize that true fulfillment comes from within when we are off the hamster wheels that we've been conditioned with. And in doing so, we're actually aligned with nature and life and no longer, and this is really the key point, no longer as ecocidal, <laughs> no longer as into usury, the colonization, colonizer mindset, no longer as addicted to the mess that brought us to where we are now, which is collapse, overshoot, um, people like picking sides, taking sides, am I a doomer, am I an optimist, whatever, all that stuff is such BS, not interested in, in joining and belonging to a group with any of this. But like, just I think it's safe to say, a whole lot of people are feeling uncertain about the future, not just their own individual future, but of the human species and all of life on earth. So that's where we're at now. And what brought us to where we are now, the key root foundational thing in my journey, as I'm becoming more aware of, is this addiction to this mess, this civilization mess, this ecocidal, ecocidal anthropocentric usury machine, industrial complex machine. So that's a really like big, tall menu, right? How, how do I communicate all this stuff without winding up just enabling more addiction to the stuff that brought us to where we are? AKA using the same thinking to solve the problem that was used to get the problem. And so that's a really big reason why I left a lot of the self-help, new age, personal transformation stuff alone is because it was still so stuck in the paradigm of disease and degeneration and destruction uh, that brought us to where we are. <laughs> it's just it's a vicious cycle. But all that self-help stuff, being so focused on winning, at, at living in a civilization and and it so rarely came from the we perspective or the we inner state of being it was just all this me focus but I feel like in this reclamation process I'm seeing more and more that Self-help, personal transformation, new age spirituality has a lot of truth in there. Of course it does. Has a lot of truth in there. It's just ingrained in all of us. Consumers, followers, and the leaders and teachers that we go to to find solutions from. It's so ingrained in us to 
be individualist, this individualism, that we don't even feel or experience the truth that a we state of inner being includes me. This is not an either or. We immediately go into this either or where we see a we focus, a we focus that's actually uh, aligned with nature, with life, with sustainability, with regeneration is the we focus. We think that means losing at life or martyrdom or not getting what we want. I was writing for several years for, um, for really my first guide or teacher on, on my path to answering my calling to heal. And she has grown a lot and gotten more visible and popular and well-known. And so I wrote for her, actually wrote with her. It was really collaborative, which is really cool. In the process of writing with her and, and collaborating, I was really able to play with the both and truth. The both and, not either or, but a both and truth of an ancestrally led life path and spiritual path. An ancestrally led life path is inherently aligned with nature and it's inherently no longer an ecocidal consumerist me focused state of being but and it also takes my own individual worthiness for blessings into account just naturally there's no juggling or, or forcing myself to somehow reconcile the we focus of, of authentic spiritual sacrifice and altruism with also receiving the blessings and healings of my elevated ancestors through my right relationship with them and nature. This is through my right relationship with them, my right relationship with nature. It just naturally happens. There's no martyrdom. There's, there's, there's none of this either or that we're so conditioned with. So anyway, Moving on. Through writing with her, I had a lot more experiences, um, direct experiences of seeing how self-help, personal transformation stuff that focuses on cognitive or mindset change to help people have a better life. This is all about, you know, Finding a way of living that leads to happiness. That's why everyone enters any marketplace to consume. They are seeking a solution that helps them to be happier. Bottom line, that's what every industry is all about. So writing, writing with this teacher, um, I don't know if I'm, I am not going to mention her. I, I'll talk more in the future about like people and, and, and my own experiences, but not right now. Um, so I was really able to experience how self-help, personal transformation, new age spirituality is really focused on interchange. Of course it's focused on interchange, helping people get and be happy. 
but I had to really, like I mentioned, let go of and detox, I guess for lack of a better word, from that individualistic focus. And now I'm ready to reconsider. I'm able and willing and ready to reconsider and reclaim a lot of the stuff there that's really good and valid and applicable from my inner aligned state of this ancestrally led path of relating, of relating to spirit and nature in healthy, well-rooted, grounded, mature ways. That's huge. That's a big task. How do I communicate all of this and stay in integrity, in integrity and in alignment with my calling? There's a lot of factors that could easily overwhelm me, like a juggler trying to juggle balls that keep increasing in number and weight, or I'm worried, like I'm, I'm just spending so much energy trying to sound right, trying to like hit the perfect pitch, trying to avoid offending people, avoid harming people, worried that I'll wind up sounding like every other trend out there and get lumped into those groups and therefore do damage or harm that way or have people what I take what I say out of context or and but on and on and on it's too much but that's when I'm in my head and when I'm analyzing and trying to figure it all out, I will resist. I will resist what I am called to be because I'm confused. So that brings me back to what I opened this recording with. That resistance is very often not just someone willfully avoiding change or being lazy to avoid change or being incapable of willpower, all that stuff. It can really just be rooted in a lack of clarity. I don't know what's actually aligned for me, what's actually right for me. So there I am spinning my wheels, like a lot of people. Well, okay, cool. I don't have clarity. I'm lacking clarity. I'm resisting because I don't have clarity. How do I get clear? When and where and why and what is my clarity? How do I find the clarity? What do I do? So yeah, here we are. If you're like me and you went to New Age self-help, personal transformation, industries, communities, wanting solutions for how to be happy, how to win at life, even just how to suck less, suck less at life, in life. And there were all these marketed spiritual methods, ideas, concepts, personalities, coaches, and what they were offering and continue to offer can seem like a truly profound and magical way to experience a better life. And let's say like me, you realized eventually, yeah, there's some truth here, but this is pretty shallow stuff. And it's also not really working. Like I went, I consumed, I bought the solution. I'm doing my best. 
it's not really working. I don't really feel better. And also, I'm becoming more and more aware that this is actually really shallow. For some reason, maybe I can't verbalize it fully, but like, this feels really, this feels shallow. And you're, so you're going back to those resources and they're telling you, well, you're just doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're, you're not evolved enough. You're low vibe. You're this, you're that. You're doing it wrong. And the old favorite that I encountered and that I would say to other people was you're in resistance. The reason why this stuff that you're consuming, that you're trying, that you're working so hard to make work for yourself so that you don't feel like such a boo-boo in your life, it's because you're in resistance. <laughs> and resistance so often, not always, but so often, isn't just stubbornness and willfulness. A lot of the time, it's just confusion and lack of clarity. What is right for me? What is truly aligned? I don't know. First-hand direct experience, I don't yet know. The thing is with healers with callings, and really just any kind of people who know somehow that they're here to be and do specific things. People like that can be the most stubborn mules alive on the planet. Like a whole population of people who, healers with callings especially, because that's what I've experienced myself. That's what I can speak from experience with. These are people who are usually profoundly, complexly traumatized. And being super strongly stubborn is a great way to just physically survive in life. It's just, a, it's a survival way of, of being. So yeah, you know, a lot of my resistance has been from that kind of stubborn willfulness that was very developed by a lifetime of complex trauma. But a lot of it, most of it, in my case, I'm only speaking for myself, was just a lack of clarity. I had not yet had a direct experience of what actually was aligned and right for me as an experience within myself and directly with spirit. And then through that direct experience, able to rebuild my trust in my clarity, trust in myself and in my ancestors and in life in general. So those two things really go, go together, clarity and trust. I resist when I don't know deep in my bones beyond anyone else's or even my own opinions, beliefs, thoughts, emotions, the bone deep knowing of what is actually aligned for me, aka clarity, goes beyond anyone else's 
opinions, beliefs, thoughts, emotions, including my own. But I hadn't yet fully settled in, I hadn't fully settled into this deepening down into the clarity of knowing what's right and aligned for me. I hope all of this is making some kind of sense. I'm really just playing with ideas. And this is what my playing looks like. <laughs> so first things first. Just my own personal experiences with how. How I get clear. How I find clarity within myself. And how I remain or abide within that state of clarity. So like, how do I stop from getting confused over and over again? This is what I would say to my earlier or younger self. So maybe this will apply to other people. I would say to my younger self, first off, realize that becoming clear and therefore aligned is a lifelong process. If you're hoping for a big answer and a one and done thing, you are still addicted to how civilization does things. And that's not how your ancestors, your elevated ancestors and nature, that's not how it works. So right then and there, you are stopping and blocking any kind of process. Clarity that leads to an inner alignment within is a non-linear, non-individually separate, lifelong unfolding path and evolution. And with inner evolution, that word itself implies a lifelong journey full of twists and turns and expansion and contraction. It's not all about the limitless growth if evolution is not like I see this in the spiritual marketplace so often limitless like like you're endlessly expanding outwards all in the same sentence of talking about spiritual evolution evolution itself whether it's spiritual whether it's it doesn't matter it's all the same thing it's life evolution involves twists turns expansions contractions forwards and backwards because in nature, evolution is not this teachable, simple, linear, follow the dots process. So if you, younger self, actually want to evolve and not just keep playing along with the civilization's status quo, this is what it is. You, my younger self, are conditioned to such a deep level to seek other people's answers from their own experience and to adopt those answers as your truth. You're deeply conditioned from birth to do this. So acknowledge that nothing in your modern life is actually going to support and empower you to go really deep to find your own unique clarity. Even coaches, resources, teachers, leaders that claim to want to empower you to find your own path it will be a slippery slope a lot of the time because we are all so conditioned to follow and do what others are doing and that includes the teachers the leaders the coaches 
they're also conditioned deeply ingrained from birth to follow that paradigm too. So keeping your eyes on your own paper, younger self, is really effing hard. I talked about that in another recording, about how to keep your eyes on your own paper. Keeping your eyes on your own paper to actually find what's aligned for you is so hard to do in a modern society, but that's where commitment and discipline comes in. This will be a discipline. Aligning what's actually with what's actually right for you, the clarity to find within yourself what's actually right for you is a discipline. You can hold up the two opposing or paradoxical examples of authentic spirituality of you have this one group of ascetics or renunciates or people who go to ashrams or temples and just divorce themselves fully from modern life and modern temptations versus the um the householders that's more of like an eastern philosophical and spiritual term to refer to people who don't go away to a mountain ashram. They're following their authentic spiritual path while still being fully immersed in modern life. And sometimes there's a real misunderstanding as a result of misinforming about what an authentic spiritual path looks like for a quote householder. One really prominent example in the spiritual industry is with Tantra. Um, which has, it's, it's also really been co-opted by the West, the Western air quotes around, around West, about that Western mindset and expectation. And it, it's really presented as really being focused only on the fun stuff, the pleasurable stuff, the sex stuff, the abundance, the manifesting, the wealth very much extracted from its greater context. Tantra is, it's, it's like a whole thing. And, you know, as usual, we pick and choose, cherry pick the stuff that keeps us still looping and addicted to the Western way of being and thinking and feeling. Tantra, though, in its original context is, is hardcore discipline. It's hardcore. So yes, it's householders. It's people who haven't gone away to the mountain to starve themselves in an effort to become enlightened. It's still a hardcore discipline and commitment. It can and does involve restrictions and limiting and sacrifice as a part of a life path of a lifelong committed discipline. So yeah, you can find and align with your inner clarity for what's right for you and for your life while being a quote householder, but it still requires a big discipline for change, for inner change and transformation. And that will always be challenging. That will always be challenging. You can go away to a mountain ashram and be challenged there spiritually, or you can stay in your house and have your amenities and conveniences and be challenged there just in different ways. And here's what I would, would bring me next to tell my younger self. Most people won't change because they lack clarity. 
And that's a vicious cycle. Because discipline to find clarity and escape cycles that addiction to civilization encourages me to remain hooked up into will also cause me to resist the change required to establish a discipline. And that's because all of you, I'm saying this to my younger self, all of you needs to be on board. Your mind, your body, your spirit, and your relating to your environment. But that's like a whole other topic. I'm not going to go into that right now. So those are some of the things that I would say to my younger self about all of this. Clarity around what is aligned for you isn't always fun. And it's often not what we want. My clarity around what's actually aligned for me has not felt good. I have not gotten what I thought I wanted. And in fact, in the more beginning phases, the the beginning stages of following this path that I'm on, it is agony. It's agony. It can really be a painful, painful shedding, releasing process. And that's throughout my, my entire life path. It doesn't stop or end. But if you can remain committed and allow yourself to be pulled deeper into alignment with what's actually right for you and the life around you that you impact, so not just me, but we, a life of alignment for we, through that you will find, you will find your inner peace and freedom. you will find an inner peace and freedom that no longer feels the need or drive to expend so much effort keeping things happy or feeling good or successful or winning and avoiding the failures, the pain, the disappointment, etc., etc. Alignment with your authentic self naturally cultivates peace and freedom from peace and freedom from going past and beyond letting go of those wheels of ups and downs and attachments to outcomes. That is the essence of clarity for me. This is the opposite of resistance, the opposite of resisting or avoiding the path that's right for me. And it's also the opposite of what looks like laziness and is actually exhaustion. The essence of clarity is this natural side effect of flow. This is what I'm finding. I am not perfect at this. I never will be. I hope I never will be because that would be really boring. But this natural side effect of flow is a natural side effect of inner alignment with what's actually right for me. And it just leads to this inner state of peace and freedom. Once I finally become more and more clear on what's aligned for me. So yeah, for years it looked like, and even still at times, absolutely still at times, 
it looks like I'm resisting so many things and that I'm resisting the path for myself, but it was because I wasn't clear. I have had so many people, even professionals, wealthy, successful professionals, gifted people, gifted healers, telling me what they saw was right for me because I went to them looking for help, looking for healing, looking for clarity. And a lot of them were giving me valid messages, valid insights and ideas from spirit as to what was right for me. So it wasn't just their own projections, especially with gifted people, with professionals, because they've done a lot of the inner work to get out of their own way and not project their own stuff onto me. And, but it's, this is a really common thing. I've said it before. A lot of what we're calling guidance, what we're offering to other people as guidance or what we're receiving as guidance from spirit around healing, whatever, is still a lot of projections our own stuff getting in the way. So becoming a healer really is so much about getting out of your own way and no longer projecting your stuff onto other people and actually hearing what spirit is, is truly saying. Not what I think I want to hear, not what I want to hear, but getting all that stuff, letting it go, shedding it, releasing it out of the way so that what comes through is not just another projection. I've worked with people who have really reached that inner state through a lot of hard work, a lot of difficult inner work to get out of their own way and no longer project. But even if they were giving me valid messages, I still did not have my own direct bodily experience with my own roots of alignment, my own blood and bones that sing to me and remind me every single moment I'm alive of what is right and aligned and true for me and for my path. I still didn't have that direct experience. And that direct experience, that bodily bone, blood, root deep experience is so far beyond an emotional, mental, thinking, analyzing, attachment. So it was a process, a long, grueling at times process of getting deep enough within myself to have a direct experience with what's aligned. But now that I have had more direct experience with that bone deep knowing of what's aligned for me, I have become so much less fearful overall and prone to giving away my power and bending to other people's will or even people pleasing. Lack of clarity really caused me to people please. And it's so weird how that's all so wrapped up in like these intricate inner tangled balls of just messy. But the knowing the deep down knowing is my clarity. And it doesn't actually, this knowing, this clarity, this bone deep clarity, 
doesn't give a lot of detail or specifics or plans or goals. In fact, really not at all. That all comes later and just sort of like sorts itself out and comes into being on its own. Bone deep knowing, which is which is clarity of the the clarity of what's aligned for me. It it really doesn't. There there aren't the details. There aren't specifics. There aren't plans. And there aren't goals. But I am becoming more free from the need to make and to like make these plans and goals and details and specifics. I'm becoming more and more free from like having the need to do that and then attaching myself to those plans and goals. And it's such a scary thing. And it's really uncertain. Bone deep knowing that leads to clarity and alignment is it's beyond resistance and a resistance is comfortable I've been conditioned like everyone else and probably more so in a lot of ways for most people to get really comfortable with my confusion my lack of clarity and my resistance as a result but more and more as uncomfortable as it still is and as uncertain and as much doubt and fear as I still have literally nothing and no one can tell me what's right for me I might go to someone who can help me remember what's right for me and that's what what true healers and and guidance and counselors will do they all they do is help you remember what is right and aligned for you but even like going to people like that going to healers and and guides they may have the valid insights and ideas about what's right for me and aligned for me but ultimately ultimately this is completely and totally an inside job it is finding remembering my own inner north star and that is my guidance my own inner north star it is my ultimate guidance and finally actually being able to see that more clearly to see my north star within myself and connect with my north star within myself it is terrifying this remembering in my bones that is my deep knowing because now I really am breaking my own trail there is really no one ahead of me and also no one behind me I'm breaking my own trail and there's no more following what other people are doing or telling me I should do and that is so much more comfortable even if it keeps me stuck and in resistance even if it keeps me confused it's so much more comfortable to be confused and resisting because once there's actually freedom more freedom in alignment I have to break my own trail so that's where I'm at I'm gonna wrap it up thanks as always for listening I hope there's some cool ideas here that spark something in someone else but remember 
it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter how I'm doing it. You have to remember what's truly aligned with you and for you. And that is a lifelong process. And ultimately, it it is all about remembering and realigning with the North Star within yourself. And that takes time and commitment and discipline. It is an uncovering and revealing process, a shedding of onion skin layers, and it will be for the rest of your life. Don't believe anything else. (laughs) I know you will. I know I will. I know we'll all stay, continue to, um, to deal with this stuff. It doesn't just go away, but like, don't let anyone sell you on some of this stuff anymore. If you're resisting change, it's because you're confused more often than not. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye.